Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast, presented by SeatGeek. You'll hear from players, coaches, broadcasters, and writers that cover the NFL on a daily basis. The New Orleans Saints podcast starts right now. Here's your host, Aaron Summers. Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Summers. The Saints host the Raiders this weekend. It is a 12 o'clock kick. It's on CBS. A little bit different. Usually we're on Fox, so make sure you remember to tune in there. The Saints actually, you know, things aren't looking too bad because while they are just two and five on the season, they're just one game out of first place in the NFC South entering into this week. Tampa Bay, Atlanta, both three and four, Carolina, two and five. The NFC South is the only division to have no teams with a winning record right now. So, hey, it's still anybody's game. And New Orleans can just start getting some wins here, starting with the Raiders on Sunday. Three of our next four games are here at home at the Superdome. So that also bodes well for them turning things around. The Saints are 4-0 since 2020 when playing with over a week of rest. The Saints had nine days in between their Thursday night football game and this Sunday game. Hopefully, again, that bodes well, especially trying to get some of these players healthy. So we're looking towards the injury report this week. The first one will come out Wednesday afternoon around 3 o'clock. We'll have another one Thursday, Friday, and then the final one on Sunday. But we're trying to get some players back with that kind of like extended break those nine days hopefully that helps I know Jameis Winston was on the mend he's been active for the past few games just has not had any playing time so we'll see who's going to lead the team whether it's going to be quarterback Andy Dalton who is one and three as the Saints starting quarterback or Jameis Winston who is one and two for today's guest on the podcast we have the athletics Vic Tafer. He covers the Las Vegas Raiders and has covered the Raiders for quite some time. So he has a lot of good perspective on the current team. So we're going to check in with Vic here on the New Orleans Saints podcast. Vic, thank you so much for joining me on the New Orleans Saints podcast. It's always good to get the perspective of our opponent, somebody who's there with the team a lot, heading into our upcoming game this weekend. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. How are you doing? Doing great. Getting ready for practices to start, hopefully get some players back. You know, health's been one of our issues. Looks like the Raiders have kind of figured out some things over the past couple weeks. Did not start the season very well, but now they've won two of the last three here and seem like they kind of had their offense rolling. What's been working for them? Yeah, it's been a surprising twist. You know, they signed uh, Devontae Adams, and everyone talked about you know, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, the big passing attack. But it's been uh, Josh Jacobs and kind of a patchwork O-line that's kind of led the way here. Um, Jacobs has like, set all kind of records as far as production in the last three weeks, uh, running really, really well. He didn't uh, get a contract extension this offseason, so I'm not sure if that played a part in, I don't know if he's more fired up, but he's definitely he's lost about 10 pounds the offseason, better in shape, and he definitely is running the ball Really hard, uh, a lot of nice spin moves and uh, kind of uh, breaking runs out. And so uh, O-line's done a good job. So that's been their, kind of their identity of, the, of late, kind of run the ball and, and set up the pass you know, w- with the run. The offensive line, though, you had 11 different combinations of offensive linemen already this season. What's been going on? Yeah, it's kind of cutting edge. We always hear about like you know, continuity and guys know each other, but they're trying something, like just throwing guys together. And nah, it's not working. Let's try something else. But <laughs> um, they, had, they had some injuries in, in the preseason training camp. They lost um, some guy. Denzel Good retired. Brandon Parker got hurt. Uh, Alex Leatherwood, Leatherwood was a big bust. So 
they didn't really replace those guys. It kind of went the other way, kind of relied on their coaching staff to kind of develop uh, some guys who brought in off the street. And uh, I've been surprised. I thought it was a bad plan, but uh, it mm-hmm. has worked out. I mean, Alex Bars is a guy at guard who was kind of off the street and is kind of, kind of a presence in the run game. So it's been surprising, but uh, but effective. Yeah, the offensive line has looked good. It's allowed Josh Jacobs to really get going on the ground. Over the last three games, he's had over 140 yards per game and at least one touchdown. What have you liked about how his game has just continued to improve this season? The question on Josh in the past has always been durability. He's got to kind of, kind of broke down the more you used him. But so far uh, this year, he's getting the ball a lot. I mean, I think the plan going in was kind of more of a committee approach. Uh, they drafted Zamir White out of Georgia, but that's not been the case. Josh has been too good. Just kind of you can't take him out the way he's, he runs the ball hard. He's uh, identifying, you know, holes and hitting them. And uh, when he's not there, he pops outside or breaks a tackle. So just been kind of a revelation. He's always been good, but uh, – this is a whole new level for him this year. I think the team's kind of feeding off that, and it's the reason they've won you know, two out of three games. I mean, he had three touchdowns last weekend against the Texans, so definitely something's working for him. It's helping open things up, making the passing game a little bit easier on Derek Carr, who's done phenomenal over the past three games, no interceptions. How has he been able to just kind of run, manage the offense? It's been good. It's been like a work in progress, is what everyone says, because, you know, like I said, the expectations were so high. You know, Devontae Adams and he were you know, college buddies, heard about all the, the chemistry, how much they love each other and how they're going to, you know, they played catch every offseason, even when Devontae was in Green Bay. So, the, the, you know, everyone thought they were going to come in and, and, and light on fire, but it wasn't the case. And defenses have kind of really um, locked in on Devontae's two or three guys sometimes. They have like bracket coverage on them. So, has been that easy for Derek, I think. Uh, Darren Waller's been hurt. Hunter Renfro was hurt for a while. So uh, he's relied on Mac Hollins. has been a kind of surprise contributor on the offense. So, and just kind of, he had a rough start. Derek had three receptions in that first game against the Chargers. But since then, done a much better job of kind of doing what Josh McDaniels wants and, and not making any, any mistakes. You mentioned a couple players there, though. Hunter Renfro's back. Darren Waller's back, right? I mean, everyone's pretty healthy on the squad right now. Well, Waller's not back yet. Waller missed the last game as a hamstring. I think he's back this week. I mean, that's my expectation. That's what he said. You think he's just on track for that. But with him, the last year and a half, he hasn't been really reliable as far as the injury stuff. So it's kind of hard to say. But Renfro does seem like he's back to where he was. He's, he's healthy again. He made some nice catches last week and won a big, like, kind of a shoestring catch he made that was huge in, in, late in the game. So uh, he's a guy that Carr relies on a lot, especially on third down. So if he's at full strength, along with Adams and the running attack, that's, that's a pretty good offense. Definitely. Talking about the defense now, the defense has – I mean, they've been doing well against the rush. They're eighth overall in the league against the rush. But overall, they have been allowing a lot of yards, a lot of points. What has worked in the past two wins? Um, that's a good question. They weren't doing really well against Davis Mills the first half last week. He's kind of eating them up a little bit, and they got uh, they got some breaks. Uh, Daron Harmon had a big pick six. I think Max Crosby made a nice play on the third and pivotal third and short. And Crosby's the guy. Crosby's our star player. He's always been a, a top sack guy, but he's gotten better against the run. And that is probably one of the very best, you know, DNs in the league right now. I think he's playing that well. And I think that's in spite of uh, Chelly and Jones on the other side, their big acquisition in the offseason, really not doing that much yet. They say he's doing enough that's not really showing the stat sheets. But ideally, with a guy like that, you want, you want the stats. You want the sacks. You want the big plays. So maybe that's going to come. 
but it's kind of been a rougher adjustment for him than people thought. But um, those are the two guys, ideally, that make this defense go. They make plays rushing the passer. It makes it easy for everybody else. You just traded the defensive tackle, uh, Jonathan Hangins, to Dallas. How does that affect what, what's been going on with the line? I was a little surprised. Hankins has been a solid run guy. I think um, it's one of those cases where, you know, a new regime comes in. You kind of identify who their who their guys are going to be, who's not going to be their guys. I think they drafted Neil Farrell Jr. Uh, this year. They kind of want him to play more. Hankins was playing less. He's a good run stopper. He doesn't do much for you in the passing game. But they figured they had enough guys like him up front. They've done pretty well, like you mentioned, against the run. So why not give those snaps to a young guy who they actually think has a, a bright future as opposed to a veteran guy who they're kind of like, eh, this guy is what he is. So I think uh, I was a little surprised because Hankins is still a good player. But clearly they want to give their guy more, more of a run. Sure. Okay. You mentioned Max Crosby, defensive end. He seems like just such a phenomenal player who's just continues to get better. I read an article that you wrote. It said that he has been known to order the entire menu at Buffalo Wild Wings, like in one fell swoop, the whole thing. When you get one cheat meal a week, I guess you go big. So he gets a, <laughs> his his every Sunday night after. The, I mean, it's crazy schedule. They play the game. He comes home, you know, hugs the the fiance and his, his parents are in town and then they order food and then he, he watches the game he just played in uh, four times before he goes to bed on Sunday, which what? I think is ridiculous. Yeah. Four times. Like so the watch version, right? Like we're not. No, he said he watches, he watches uh, like the, the, the cutups, like the first three times, like the defense, then he watches the entire game in his theater for the wow. fourth time. So I guess you need a lot of food for four, for four game viewing. So, um, and he's definitely hungry. So, he says, I, I thought it was pretty funny. He's not bougie. He sticks to his roots. So it's Buffalo Wild Wings. Could be Burger King. Could be McDonald's. But apparently he just kind of goes crazy and orders uh, whatever he sees in the menu and makes sure he has enough fuel for the the whole uh, binging. I mean, uh, I could see you ordering the whole menu at McDonald's or Burger King because it's a lot smaller. But Buffalo Wild, they have so many things. I mean, do you get every flavor of wings? Do you go that route yeah. or do you just get one kind of wing? Well, the great thing is, you know, money's no object because he got a huge contract this offseason. So you can definitely, I'm sure you can splurge and not fill too much in your pocketbook. So I think you definitely order every possible wing combination, every sauce combination. You probably get some fries, some salads. What else they got there? They got, uh, they probably have sandwiches, I'm, I'm yeah. sure. They probably, uh, I mean, I'm I sure he goes dessert on. too. Probably desserts. I mean, again, I mean, he's definitely a guy who, like you said, he has every single meal planned out the rest of the week. Everything is, he's the by the minute kind of guy in terms of his schedule and his diet. So uh, if you're going to go big one, once a week, I guess that's what you do. I guess you order everything off uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. That is wild. Overall, the team under head coach Josh McDaniels, he has said that he felt like it was going to click at some point and that the team was continuing to fight. It was a, a full team effort over these last couple games. What have you liked about the way he's led the team this season? Uh, it's definitely been uh, kind of true to his process. Definitely a guy who preaches patience and it'll, it'll, it'll happen for us. We don't need to have a huge and emotional reaction if things don't go well. Let's just stay the course. And I thought... They came out kind of flat against the Texans. I thought, I thought maybe this is, might be a time to kind of have a locker room thing at halftime where you turn over some tables, kind of yell at the guys. And mm. but he didn't do he didn't do that. That's not the way he is. And the one thing I'm I'm, I'm curious about is I know they they're, they're playing better and they, they won these two games, but they've come against the Broncos and the Texans, who are definitely not two of the better teams in the league. So I think this game against the Saints is a much better indicator of where they are. If they can win 
on the road against, I think it's still a team with some talent in the Saints. I'll be definitely, I'll be on board saying this process is working and they're on the right track. So to me, I'm kind of holding out because the Texans win. I get it. A win's a win. It's great. But you shouldn't struggle at home with the Houston Texans, I don't think. So I'm not going to totally go in and say this is a great team on the rise. Well, both of the wins have come at home for the Raiders. And now they are going to be on the road for two games with the Saints and then the Jaguars. You mentioned the matchup here coming to the Superdome. What are some of the keys that you think need the Raiders need to focus in on? Well, like the pass defense, I'm not sure who's playing quarterback for you guys, but last week, like I said, Davis Mills had a lot of success with the crossing patterns and the secondaries had some injuries. Uh, Nate Hobbs is a guy's out for, I think, three or four weeks. He's a big loss. They only have a few playmakers on defense. He's one of them. So you kind of have a bunch of guys secondary who have not been really that good so far. So I know you guys have some receivers who are on the way back from injury. So if those guys are back, that could be the way um, the Saints have some success is passing the ball, especially on the crossing routes, which for some reason has the Raiders really uh, confused. You have some familiarity with our current head coach and in, in Dennis Allen. Did you ever cross paths with him there? I covered Dennis. Uh, I was here for the whole regime. I was here for uh, uh, two years. They had some bouts with Rolando McClain and then go, go very well for both of them. And, uh, I was here when they got blown out in London and he got fired uh, right after the plane landed back in uh, in Oakland. So I know Dennis pretty well. What has been your takeaway from who he is as a coach and as a person? Got a lot of confidence, even when they weren't doing well uh, here. Um, he definitely that, I don't know if it's swagger is use that word that's used a lot too often, but he's got some swagger to him, definitely. I think he has a little edge to him, which I think some players really relate to. Definitely a defensive guy who I think it's probably one of the reasons why people are curious about this team this year is your defense has not been that good. So we'll see what he has in mind there. I think he can get some improvements with guys coming back. But, yeah, he's a guy who definitely is, um, uh, you know, kind of a film rat, definitely a guy who watches the film and knows what he wants to do. So uh, I'm curious how he, how he responds with, uh, mm-hmm. with some of you guys getting back from injury. Yeah, no, swagger has been a, a word that they've used this this week saying that they need to get it back, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So we'll see how things go this week for the saints. And we definitely welcome the Raiders here in town. It's going to be a fun one. The Superdome is always a fun place to play before I let you go. What would be your cheat meal? Uh, my cheat meal. That's a good question. Uh, you know, I'm a big, uh, I don't have it very often, but I'm a big paella guy. So whenever I get my hands okay. on paella, that's uh, that's kind of a, out there, but uh, it's hard to get. But that's what I probably would do because it's kind of a special, special deal. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like you always get a ton of it, too. They don't make just small. Yeah, you're not hungry right. after you have that. Exactly. You're, you're good for a while. So I guess a good, I mean, I don't know where I can find that. So I'm going to it to my house, like a big pot of paella, but that'd be the way to go, I think. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for the insight on the Raiders. We look forward to having the team here this weekend and hopefully we'll get a chance to see you. All right. Take care. Thanks. Thank you so much to Vic for joining us on the podcast. Lots of good information, fun conversation with him there. If you need more, obviously you can head to the athletic and read up a little bit more on that story that we mentioned with Max Crosby, kind of wild and his previews things leading into this weekend's game make sure you download the saints app presented by verizon to access live game stats and our new highlights hub you can also find a lot of cool contests prizes that you can win there just go there play extra downs for instance you can answer weekly trivia questions for a shot to win 250 dollars to the team shop or 
you can play and possibly win our season-long grand prize, which is a Microsoft Surface. So lots of games to check out there on the app or on NewOrleansSaints.com. And we will be with you on Friday for another episode of the New Orleans Saints podcast as we continue to preview our upcoming game against the Las Vegas Raiders. Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on NewOrleansSaints.com, the Saints mobile app, or you can download the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek.